0: hello my beautiful ladies welcome 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 back to my space love talking with you first of all i hope you had a wonderful thanksgiving filled with lots of food fun joy family i just hope you had a really great time time to reset and just all of the things boy have we had a year We've had quite a year about, you know, just everything. We've had another year. I'm sure we have grown in so many ways. Personally, in our living situations, career-wise, professionally, learned about ourselves. I mean, this has been quite a year. We're at the home stretch. It's soon to be next year. Um, And there's a lot of stuff that we need to reflect on that all went down this year before we start looking at what we want to accomplish next year. Today what I want to talk about is something super important and this is how I was able to buy my first house pretty much the subject, the topic, the title is how to buy real estate with no money. So I want this is going to be a definitely a mind shift episode. And I probably I've talked about this many times in the past. So how to invest in real estate with no money. Let's just get into it. When you buy real estate, you need either money, you need money, time the idea leadership and the willpower and to do hard leg work you need all of those things to buy real estate sometimes you have everything but the money sometimes you like in my situation when i moved to san francisco straight out of college I was living with six roommates, two bathrooms, you know, no laundry, lugging my laundry in a suitcase down the stairs, down the block every week. That kind of living situation that was perfect for a 20 year old. You know, it was a mess. One living room. Nobody cleaned up after themselves. We didn't even afford a cleaner maybe like once a month, if anything. So that was the situation. It was great for a while. And then I got into real estate and my career started Growing slowly, but it was growing. I was becoming a new woman because I was surrounding myself with professional people, helping people buy real estate every day, like dealing with responsibility and big things and issues. And I turned around four years later and I was a new woman that had initially moved into that place. And I understood the value of investing in real estate, how that's a great investment. Your investment will grow. I knew that it was time for me to move on in my living situation. My living situation absolutely did not match the woman that I was and the life that I wanted for myself and how I wanted to grow. I know many of you can relate to that. So I had the idea. I knew that the next step was buying myself a place to live. And I knew that since I was single at the time and I didn't want to pay a high mortgage, I knew that I was going to quote unquote house hack, which means I was going to be the landlord and I was going to rent out a room or two. So they would help me pay for the rent, and but I would still be growing the appreciation. It was amazing. Plus, I didn't need To find a realtor or I wasn't overwhelmed with the idea how do I get started what are the first steps I had been a realtor for four years at that point working with tons of buyers at that point so pretty much when I had the idea I went to my computer opened it up and wrote a whole business plan how why everything and the one thing that I didn't have was the down payment I didn't have money but I wasn't going to let that stop me from making an amazing investment because my my desire to invest in real estate and make money was greater than I'm going to give up because there is something standing in my way. That's what I want to talk to you ladies today about. I needed to find a person with money that understands investing, that's a smart person, that I could trust, that would be open to an opportunity to make money and invest. You see the mindset shift there? I wasn't looking for a person to give me a down payment, to give me a loan. I was looking for somebody that was looking for and would be open to an opportunity to make money and to invest. Lots of people have the money, understand investing, have invested many times, but they don't have the time or the energy to handle a third investment. Many people with that profile would be happy to invest. They don't want to leave their money in the bank. They understand Wealthy people understand leaving your money in the bank is not doing anything but losing value. They understand that putting your money into an asset is the way to go, but they have jobs, they have kids, they have other responsibilities, they have other, you know, investments. They are looking for someone to bring them an opportunity and to say, hey, I'm going to take care of all of this for you. This is how much you are standing to make next year in two years. In three years, in four years, this is the interest that I'm gonna pay you. Do you want this opportunity? You have no response, nothing to handle, nothing to do. I will handle you every I will take care of everything. Doesn't that sound good? Okay, so that is how you buy real estate with no money. You find an investor that wants an opportunity to invest. An investor doesn't have to be a bank. In fact, I don't want it to be a bank. That's a loan. That's a mortgage. An investor could be friends or family. Or a co-worker. Or anybody that you know that has money that you look up to. So for me, it... I was at dinner with my parents. It was Thanksgiving many years ago at that time that I was thinking about this. I was at dinner with my parents and I told them what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking that they were going to invest at first, but I just told them like, hey, this is how much I'm paying in rent, That how I have outgrown this living situation. I'm standing to make this much and my career is going here and I need something to support that. I want to buy a place and rent it out. And it's going to appreciate. And I was like just so excited and talking with such passion about uh, real estate in general. You know that I'm so passionate about real estate because it gives you financial freedom. The longer that you own something, the more it's going to grow in value and the more money you've made by literally doing nothing. I was just talking so passionately about buying something and having roommates and the house is appreciating in value and they're paying like half or more than half of the mortgage. And then we can refinance, and I'm just like so excited to do this, and it's going to support me in my career, and and whoever goes in on this is going to make so much money. And my parents looked at each other and said, "Are you looking for someone to invest with you? What's the next steps? I wanted, I want to join you in this venture." Light bulb moment, ladies! Light bulb moment. I was talking passionately about something that can make people money. I had the idea. I had the general plan. I knew how to do it. I knew the steps to do it. I had already built credibility as a real estate agent because I had been doing it for four years, talking about all of my successes and talking about the real estate market for four years. I had already built credibility. I was already confident in my business plan. I already had the leadership qualities because I was guiding clients to buy every day. So that's how I got my investors, my parents, for my first house in San Francisco because they wanted an opportunity to invest with me. Now, this is very important. They didn't just say, hey, how much do you need? I'll wire into your bank account. We had a family attorney draw up an agreement between us because, yes, they're my parents. Yes, we have love between each other. And they'll probably forgive anything. But every agreement needs to be written down in black and white. Every if scenario needs to be there. That is the best way to move forward. That is the best advice I need to give you. It was in black and white. Okay. So once we had that agreement, then it was my turn to get to work to find a house. Once I found the house, then it was my turn to do a business plan specifically about that house. Okay, so that's the general idea. I'm gonna talk specifically about the business plan soon. But that's how you buy real estate with no money. I had a little money. I had the initial deposit I put in, but I brought the idea. I brought the value. I brought doing the legwork. I brought everything, just the money I didn't bring. And that is very, very valuable to wealthy, busy people. That's why they hire financial planners and people that invest their money for them. And they hire everybody. They have a team to do things for them to grow their money. You are being part of their team. So right now you can stop, pause this episode right now and brainstorm, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you follow me, you understand buying real estate is super important to your financial future. You understand that the sooner you do it, the financially protected you're going to be. And look, as women, one of our innate desires is to feel protected. And one of those ways is financial protection, and we can give ourselves that financial protection that we desire. Mic drop moment. So you can pause, you think about it, think about who you can invest, write down some ideas that you have right now. So the first part of it is to write down your general business plan before you have a specific property in mind. So for this, you're going to need help. So, I say, like writing down your general idea is great. Next, for you is to hire a real estate agent that knows her stuff, that is an expert in the market that you want to buy in in San Francisco. I'm the expert. Hire me. And you tell her this idea, and she will help you put together the business plan. I'm talking what has been going on in the market for the past five years? How much has the market appreciated in the last five years? What are rental prices? How much has have those gone up? What are sales prices? You need to do some background because essentially you're going to be convincing a person that to that real estate investing is right for them, even though they know by making this plan and doing the quote-unquote convincing, you are setting yourself up as the expert, as someone with confidence and the leadership quality. Because look, that is the underlying thing here. You People need to be able to trust you with their money and to trust that what you're saying is true. So first of all, get yourself a real estate agent that will work with you with this idea. Put together a general business plan of what your th- idea is. So mine was buy a place, rent out a room or two. It's going to appreciate this much in a year, this much in two years. This is when we're going to refinance. That was kind of my general idea. You could even go so far as having an exit strategy. I didn't. Like this is when we're going to sell or these are the improvements we're going to make and this is how much it's going to cost to make these improvements. Like example, new kitchen. And then this is when we're going to sell. I didn't have that. My plan was just this is how much we can make every year by just house hacking. Okay, so general idea. Then you find investors that are on board with this idea that want to make money that will put their trust in you. You will put together an agreement. You will need to see proof of funds if they're someone that you don't know proof of funds, work together on this idea, they might need to start the process of getting a mortgage and getting pre-approved. So they can start that. You you and your realtor start searching by narrowing down location. And then once you've narrowed down location, the actual property. Now, this is very important once you have location and actual properties narrowed down. So for me, it was the sunset single-family houses. Because in San Francisco, rent control and eviction control, tenants' rights are very heavy. And I knew I didn't want to deal with any of that. And single-family homes are exempt from rent control and eviction control if they're vacant and they don't have an in-law unit. I knew that single-family home was the way to go. And I knew I was going to be in the sunset. So I then worked on what are the average prices? What are the rental prices? Now, I used to be a rental agent. So I kind of knew rental prices, but now I'm not a rental agent. It's been 10 years. If you don't know rental prices and your real estate agent doesn't do rentals, get a rental agent and just say, and just kind of lie. Fib. Hey, I'm, Thinking of buying this house, I want to rent it out. Can you come over and give me an estimate of what it can rent out for? And then we'll use you. Get as much information as you can. How much is the house going to appreciate? How are your investors going to make money? At the end of the day, your investors only care about themselves. You need to make your business plan catered to them. How is this going to benefit them? Why should they? take this opportunity over other opportunities. Okay. So I've kind of talked about the actual business plan. Once you find the property, like the history of your real estate market, sell them on investing in real estate, how much the real estate market in your area has appreciated, how much your area charges on rent. We talked about all of this, what you're proposing, tell them how they can benefit from this. Then you need to look at what it's going to cost you throughout the year. Costs of being a landlord, that's a real thing. If you don't know those costs, YouTube it. Talk to some people that are landlords. But here are some general costs. It usually costs between 10 to 15% of the value of the home to just keep maintenance every year. The toilet is clogged, get a plumber. You know, this happens. You need to replace it. You need to replace the faucet. You need to, whatever, 10 to 15% for just regular maintenance, repair costs. If you're in a place like San Francisco, you need to hire an attorney to write up a lease for you, or your real estate agent can write up a lease for you. Um, I don't know any mortgage fees that your investor wants you to take on, but let's leave that aside. You can negotiate with your investor that he takes care of all the costs of the mortgage and everything, and you don't contribute anything to that. But the closing of the home, furnishing the home, that's a huge cost. Then your plan for after you buy the home, how are you going to find roommates? How are you going to background check? Like, it's easy. You write up an amazing ad, you get pictures taken. You put on a website that is relevant in your market. I do Craigslist and I did Zumper because Zumper also has the tenants fill out an application form. And then you go further with them having to fill out a background check and a credit report. Absolutely. These people are going to live with you. Okay. You need to know as much information as you can about them. And you tell them up front, this is what I'm going to do. Then you have an interview with them and then you make your decision based on what their credit history, credit report says, how much they make, calling their references, um, the vibe that you get with them. So you can, and then you're going to, how are you going to do monthly payments? How are they going to do auto payment to you, give you a check, all of that. And then also you can write down in your business plan, like how you're going to be a really good landlord, how you're going to oversee this whole investment project, how you're going to give them monthly reports, bi-monthly reports. Your investors are not just going to give you money, set it and forget it. They're going to need reports on their progress from you, how you're going to pay them and all that. So I hope this was helpful, ladies, because it's a real—it's a real thing. Investing in real estate with no money, but you have to contribute in other ways. You know, it's always a give or take. If you have any questions, please let me know. And I loved talking about this. I love talking about everything real estate. So subscribe, rate, rate and review. I love it. Find me on Instagram, um, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.